Everyone wants to be a content creator, and this isn't a bad thing, especially if you can predict where the future of work is going. Boomers will tell you to get a real job when those real jobs won't exist in a few decades. They don't realize that the industrial age created those jobs. They also don't realize that the information age has created these new and more profitable jobs. Profitability determines the direction of society and the economy. Technology allows for more profitable lines of work. The creator economy is projected to double in size from $250 billion to $480 billion over the next five years. And I personally, with what I've experienced in the space, and of course it being a part of my identity so I'm somewhat biased, I only see that increasing exponentially more and more and more. If you haven't watched my previous videos on just the creator economy, the future of work, one person business, you'll understand what I'm saying when everyone is a creator. Employers are hiring creators. Creators are working under creators to get experience. Creators are self-sufficient in the products that they create to solve the real problems of humanity, problems that they've experienced. That's the problem with most businesses is they try to solve a problem that they haven't experienced, and that's why the businesses fail. Creator brand or your personal brand is your public resume, public portfolio. It's just you placing your character online. If you think of digital reality as a more expanded and inclusive version of physical reality, your personal brand is the character within that reality. And this is a very real thing because we spend so much of our lives on these apps and we're just waiting to go into the screen until it actually happens with future technology. The big problem is a lack of understanding. People don't understand what the content creation is from a big picture point of view. There's a reason everyone feels the pull to become a content creator. Because it's human. Because people want to do what they want. Because people have an innate drive to pursue their curiosity, become a vessel for value, and create with their own two hands. You know, the things that schools and jobs stripped from you. Because when you peel back the layers, that's what the natural evolution of humanity has been pointing at this entire time. Since the dawn of time, we've been solving problems with technology to rid ourselves of robotic and time-consuming labor work so we can pursue self-actualization and transcendence. Let's define what both content and creation are. Content, the things that are held or included in something. In other words, everything is content. Content is structured information. Information is how we learn, grow, and adapt as a species. Information is what occupies our mind, shapes our mind, and comes out of our mind. We use the structure of our psyche to create content. The front end of the internet is content. The front end of your mind is content. The back end of the internet is code. The back end of your mind is code. So if your psyche is a complex set of systems or your mind is a complex set of systems like a computer, you can think of the words you speak or write or communicate like the media that is on the front end of the internet. Every single fucking thing you see on the internet. So when you meld the two together, you get content creation. Creation, to bring into existence. That's what humans do. They create, they solve problems, they build solutions. That is your edge. That is what a human does. And the humans that don't do that are the robots or cogs in the machine of society. To be human is to expand, transcend, and create. To be robotic is to forget that you have this gift and allow your mind to mold to the whims of others with schooling and employment. At its root, content creation is just being human not a robot as outdated jobs would have you believe. Everyone is a content creator. Some just choose to do it with intention and get paid to do so in a place called the internet where physical boundaries don't limit your reach and potential. Content creation is how you make your writing and speaking more valuable. 
because you must first become valuable enough as an individual to contribute to and profit from the global digital community like our ancestors did their local physical community. Now we need to understand that content creation is not a job or a business. It is a magnet. Let's start by just bringing things back down to earth because it's fun to talk philosophically and abstractly all the time. But now that we have that in place, what I'm going to talk about won't lose its zest or impact. In business, you need two things to make money. One is people. Business is value exchange, and if you want money, you need someone else to give it to you in exchange for something of equal value. This is a big problem, is that people just don't realize that you need a person to give you money. You can invest all day long, but how did you get the money to invest from a person? The second thing is a product. A product, services included, is a valuable creation, physical or digital, that preferably solves a real problem in someone's life. There's more nuance to this, of course, just like learning how to market and sell and the technical skills of all of these things, but you absolutely need people and a product. That's not optional. Everything falls under that. So that's the first thing that we need to understand. Content is how you attract people to your product as a creator. Now, how do you create content that attracts people to your product? by deconstructing your mind and sharing its best parts on the internet. Most people struggle when they begin writing because they water down everything they say or they try to overcomplicate it. Here's exactly what you need to write content that attracts people like you. First is relatable topics. Being a content creator is still new. People are still applying old business and marketing tactics hoping that their audience will grow large. People like to just scream that the riches are in the niches, but I feel like people don't understand what that actually means in this modern business sense. We'll talk about that in the next video on the anti-niche or why becoming nicheless makes you irreplaceable. I feel like most people misinterpret what niching down actually means. And what if I decide that I want to build a massive audience and create a niche? That way, nobody can compete with me. If they made the same amount of money, I would rather have a 3 million follower audience than a 10,000 follower audience. The former gives you an obscene amount of unseen leverage, flexibility, and options. The latter is probably three clients away from feeling like their survival is at stake. So write broad in your content and narrow down to your expertise across your content funnel. Your top of funnel social media accounts should include topics that people are actively searching for and studying like productivity, psychology, mindset, freelancing, skill acquisition, business, etc. Because people actually want to follow and learn about those things. Don't get all crazy on your front end, like the top of funnel, like Twitter account with automated response mechanisms for e-commerce stores. That's fine. And like, please just hold your objections until the next video, because I'm going to handle all of these. And it's going to be a very long video because there's a lot that goes into the simple advice of niching down. Educate people from your social media to newsletter to podcast and let your product page be the final piece to prove your authority and niche down as far as you want to go. People forget that a landing page is content. It's static content. If you have a link to it in your bio, then you don't need to write about that content. And this strategy of go going broad to create a niche will require you to have a series of low ticket products leading to a high ticket product. If you only have like a high ticket freelancing service that's very specific for a very specific person, then you're going to have to go about a different strategy and you're not, in my eyes, taking the best long term move towards a future with more freedom in it. That is, if you're going to go the more targeted route and manual approach to landing clients versus letting your ego go, letting it go and Building an audience that is broad, lets you talk about what you want, lets you pivot within it, and lets you create a ladder to a higher ticket service, and that entire ladder educates 
and creates the customers for the higher ticket service. Number two of writing content is impactful ideas. Your posts, sentences, paragraphs, and words will not hit if you don't pick a side. If you stand in the middle, people may like you, kind of, but you're not going to impact them. Impact equals writing words so powerful that they live in their head rent-free. It occupies their attention even when their attention is off of your content. They tell their friends and coworkers about your ideas because they want to strengthen the shared extreme beliefs that they have to feel validated. You write with impact when you wholeheartedly pick a side and express your beliefs. Now, what are the best beliefs to express? The ones that the average person would think are extreme or crazy. We don't want people that are dedicated to being average following us. Your beliefs form the foundation and the perception of your brand. Talk about them often and use them as a way to provide perspective, experience, and examples in most of your content. Do you think freelancing is the best beginner way to make money? Do you think vegans are dumb and people should eat more animal-based foods? Do you think people should wake up at 3 a.m. and get straight into work? Your goal is to be 90% liked and 10% disliked. If you don't maintain that polarity with your audience, like you would in a thriving relationship with a significant other, you give people no reason to actually care about you. You need the push Pull, patterns of the universe. The sun rises, the sun sets, waves go up and down. Songs have highs and lows. It's just the nature of reality in your mind and interacting with other minds with a shared perspective is no different. Because this isn't writing advice. This is spiritual advice. Make your writing raw, punchy, and digestible. Remove and replace words that make you sound less confident. Write with impact, but be open to changing your mind when somebody presents you with a better perspective in the replies. Have firm beliefs held loosely. Now the third thing with writing content is novel perspectives. Most people regurgitate the same ideas. They never provide a new way of looking at things. Novel perspectives are the main way to provide a good dopamine hit that aids in learning, understanding, and action. Most creators dish out dopamine like candy in hopes that they build a loyal readership. You create novel perspectives through hunting in the unknown. You hunt in the unknown through personal experience, pursuing your own goals and self-reflection, and researching information in the depths of books, podcasts, articles, and social media accounts. People don't want just another idea. They want a unique point of view, like the intro of this video. I had to stop and think about the idea that I wanted to convey and pair personal experience with philosophical ideas that shaped my worldview. Take your topics, beliefs, and novel perspectives you acquire over time to craft writing that holds attention without annoying tactics. The fourth thing for writing content is writing structure. You can have the greatest ideas in the world, but you have to pay attention to where you are posting them. When people are reading a book, they're okay with blocks of text. When people are on social media, that's completely different. They need to be guided throughout your writing, or else they'll scroll past your post to another post that catches their attention. Use line breaks. Go and look at any of my posts and notice how I add line breaks between sentences to increase readability. Study high-performing post structures. Look at popular X posts, IG posts, YouTube titles, and article headlines. Write more lists. Bullet lists open a curiosity loop. People can like, share, follow, or comment based on any bullet in your list. Lists force you to condense each bullet to be impactful. People will add their own thoughts or nuance in the comments, boosting reach because of this. Anything can be turned into a list. Go hunt for an idea and try to turn it into a list of lessons, benefits, pains, or steps. When I was coming up with this video, I had to create a post like an hour from when I was actually writing the thing. So I went to find an idea real quick. The idea was 10 habits that changed my life, and that was from a medium.com article headline. So here's the post I actually wrote for X. How to clear your mind. 
Walk more, read more, write more, listen more, lift more, strategize more, build more, scroll less, indulge less, criticize less, ruminate less, sit less, procrastinate less. Clarity is reserved for those who don't resist reality, but engage with it. And now I could have put all of those in a bullet point. That's what I mean by lists. Like when you go and look at a post and it has uh, how to clear your mind, bullet, 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 bullet. I could have done that, but uh, Twitter has this thing now where it just cuts it off at the end. So decided not to space it out like that. But if I had a shorter list, then I would include bullet points for the benefits I mentioned before. The general post structure here is just hook, body being the list of reasons, benefits, lessons, pains, and then conclusion. Now, the fifth thing with content creation is eyes and effort. Most creators make the massive mistake of actually caring about the algorithm and latest trends. They lack an understanding of what the algorithm is actually based on, which is human understanding, psychology, and mechanics. The principles of each of these is having a desired outcome, a burning problem, and a clear solution or system. When you nail each one of those in your content, people will share it. If they don't share it, then you aren't as good of a writer as you think you are. You need more data, testing, and experimentation with your writing. Beyond that, creators realize that the algorithm will get people to see their content so they can grow, but don't realize they can control the amount of people that see their content. You have to put effort into your growth, especially as a beginner, by replying to larger accounts that have an audience to see your replies and follow you, networking with creators to help each other, and potentially paying for help. I break all of these down in my video, how to build an audience with zero followers. We understand at least the basics of content creation, but now we need to understand that you need a product that you would actually buy and use. If you don't sell your own product, you will be assigned one to sell. Without lying to yourself, create a product that you would actually buy, use, and benefit from. There aren't many shortcuts in business, but this is one of them. When you are the niche, you don't need to excessively worry about market research, product market fit, or crafting the perfect marketing strategy. Building an audience is a modern cheat code. Your content is how you test ideas that will turn into your marketing. That's how you know it works. If I wanted to post 10 tweets in a day to test 10 different YouTube titles or the text of a thumbnail or something related to that, I know how to structure it in a post so that it will read well and it will get retweeted. And then based on which one gets more engagement, I can use that as a YouTube title. I haven't done this, but I've seen people do it with Facebook ads and they just run 10 ads at a time to see which gets more clicks on the thumbnail that they are going to use when they launch the podcast. About a year ago, I wrote a thread on X that broke down how I write articles and newsletters in a way that can be repurposed into content across all platforms. It did very well, so I turned it into my two-hour writer course. Your audience is more trusting of you since they've been exposed to a lot of your content. You don't need to have the perfect conversion-centered landing page and copywriting because people already know if they are going to buy. You've raised their level of awareness around their problems over time with your content. Your landing or sales page for your product is just the final kicker that provides clarity. When I was a freelancer relying on cold DMs, cold emails, and referrals, I was pretty neurotic about having to have everything optimized on my website, in my funnel, everything like that. Every time I sent an email, I felt like I had to make the most of it. Like I was just so stressed because every single one of my actions, it had so much on the line. I didn't have any breathing room. And so if I had an audience that would solve a lot of the problems because my marketing is done every single day without me even marketing, it's just content that educates others that builds trust with you. So when you have a product that will genuinely help them, they're more open to buy it. And any optimization after that point on your landing pages or just marketing in general 
that's a bonus. Now, there are two routes that people will tell you to go here, which is to not monetize when you start or to monetize when you start. I'm in the latter camp to monetize when you start on social media without any followers because one, you need a way to build authority. The people that are saying wait until like build something off social media and then come on social media and start monetizing, they don't realize that social media is a perfectly viable way to build authority and wealth in today's world. It's not that you need experience before you come on social media is that you build experience on social media. It didn't used to be this way, but social media is arguably the most viable way to start a business nowadays. So if you're an absolute beginner, you want to use the build, teach, earn method to do this. I had quite a few skills in a freelancing business under my belt before starting as a creator, and this method helped me succeed much faster. It bakes in every single thing you need to earn a living as a creator. Step one is to build to learn high value skills to earn with. The best way to learn is to self-educate so you have knowledge as you build something tangible so you have experience. Few content creators realize that most businesses are the same nowadays. They're all content companies. They're all media companies. They all have content or media. They acquire customers online with a brand, content, product, and promotions. Meaning, if you can learn the skills that make your creator business a success, you can use those skills to offer other businesses in the form of a freelance service or digital product. Every single skill it takes to build a creator business is a high-value skill that everyone is talking about. Because if you're running an entire business as one person, which is a creator business, and you need to understand a vast array of knowledge to make it work, like you can't just understand your one skill that you want to monetize. You need to understand every single skill that makes a business work. Your creator business is a business. Learn graphic design as you build your profile picture, banner, website images, thumbnails, etc. Learn copywriting and content writing as you build your landing pages, website, social media content, and newsletters. Learn social media, yes, it's a skill, to build your following, network, and authority. Learn marketing and sales as you build your product or service. Learn advertising and promotions as you promote your products or services to get buyers. There's more to this, but every single business, at least the ones that we care about that will be profitable in the future, depends on top of funnel, which is social media platforms like X, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, etc. Middle of funnel, which is newsletter, lead magnets, direct messages, and any other way of nurturing your readers. And then bottom of funnel, which is products, services, upsells, downsells, etc. I would encourage you to slowly learn every single skill that it takes to build a creator business. Start with writing. That is what generates the most traffic and followers and sets the foundation of your entire brand, which is content. You can improve by practicing what we talked about above or what I've talked about in various previous videos, or you can skip the trial and error and just buy two hour writer. It's like condensed version. That's my writing system. That's what I do every morning. When you have traffic and followers, you can actually sell your products or services, or you can charge high prices to other businesses because their main problem is traffic and leads. So step two in the build, teach, earn method is to teach to enhance your learning and build an audience. The second best way to learn is to teach what you know, what you're learning, and what you've done to achieve a profitable or meaningful goal. When you teach something, you will struggle a lot. People struggle to teach and they start to think, I'm not good enough. And you'd be correct, you aren't. Neither is anyone. But rather than seeing it as the problem of just feeling like you don't know enough, see it as an opportunity to actually learn those things and fill the holes in your knowledge. That's what teaching does is it reveals the gaps in your knowledge so that you can actually learn something. People write off this opportunity as, oh, I'm not good enough, when it is literally the only opportunity to learn and solidify that learning staring you in the face. So to write content, teach your skill set, teach your mindset, 
try to make sense of complex ideas from your point of view, and teach about your polarizing beliefs like everyone should be a carnivore and why. Not only does teaching build authority, but it turns you into a value creator. If value equals positive behavior change, then most creators aren't valuable. When you start a microeducation business, like I talk about in the microeducation business model video, disguised as a content creator, you set yourself up for hyper profitability. The third step in the build, teach, earn method is to earn by helping others with what you've learned. By this point, let's say you've built up a valuable social media following of five to 10,000 followers. You are fully qualified to help people with your skill set because most people don't have those results. Most company accounts don't have five to 10,000 followers. And I'm not just talking about helping people build a following here. I'm talking about everything that's led to it because you have a vast array of knowledge that you can single in on one problem that a business is facing, and that's what you'd call a niche, so to say, or just the specific problem that you solve as a business, and you use your skill set to do that in a unique, irreplaceable way. So let's say you've learned content writing, thread writing, profile design, email opt-in pages, and newsletter writing. I've literally seen people over the past week that have seen some success writing long-form posts on X, and they created a how I write long-form posts course or consulting. They're consulting people for three to $500 an hour, and they've been making good money for their follower size. And they can do it because they have results with long form and it leading to a specific amount of growth. If you target a company and it's like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to write long form content for you. If you have a persuasive marketing message that might actually work because if you're good at writing long form posts and those long form posts build more trust than short form posts, they lead people down the page more, they lead to more conversions. Like you can see the marketing strategy start to um, come into play here. And the long form post is your unique mechanism. It's like why people are obsessed with intermittent fasting when it comes to dieting, because it's just something unique that is structured and brings clarity to the mind as to what's going to get results. So at this point, I just recommend starting small. Don't try to create some insane offer that you can charge 10 to $20,000 for. Figure out what area you have become best at and don't overcomplicate it. If you've gotten results with threads or long-form posts, create a product or service around that. If you're great at profile and content design, create a product or service around that. If your focus is off the charts with your productivity system, create a product or service around that. If you've done it and it's helped your business, that means it can help someone else who struggles in that area. The main thing standing in the way here is marketing and sales, like understanding how to create and form the perception of the offer that you are handing out to the world. So if you want to understand that more, watch the video on value creation, the single skill that built my solo business. And since you're doing this, since now you're actually selling something, you have a way to actually learn marketing and sales. So it's not marketing and sales comes before this. It's put something terrible, not terrible, like in terms of quality, in terms of marketing, something that is just not going to get many buyers and then learn along the way and fill the gaps in your marketing message so that you actually start making sales. That's how you're going to gain experience in this stuff. You get better at social media by experimenting with techniques like thread writing, post structures, mastermind groups, etc. until you learn how to get results. Right now, sell the technique, not the skill. So step 3.5 in the build, teach, earn method is just an equally viable route because As of right now, I've told you to package up and sell business and marketing services because that's what is helping build your business. And they're very beginner friendly. Like you don't need to be an expert in any specific topic or interest before you can start practicing these things. And eventually you're going to need those skills either way to build your business and sell whatever it is you actually want to sell, whether it be like a fitness product or a spirituality product or really anything you can think of. So if you're just starting out in life and you haven't achieved any goal or solved any problem in your life or don't have any interests or don't have any skills, then do what I just said in step three. 
you can and should create a product or service to launch and sell at least every quarter for two to three years. Don't take that lightly. Yes, it is a lot. And why I'm saying this is because you're going to sell one thing and then a quarter or half a year later, I want you to create something new from a newfound place of experience so that it sells better. And the more you do this, the more it compounds. I have sold something new every quarter. I've launched it every quarter and every single time I've seen an exponential leap in not only my authority, but my audience growth, of course, my sales. And that's the exact difference I've noticed between myself and other accounts who make one tenth of the progress in that time. It's because I, once I have an idea for something new, because evolution is automatic, like the people that prevent their personal evolution is themselves. So if you lean into that and you know, I have to build something new if I want to get to the next level, then you build something new every single quarter because building forces you to evolve and learn. Creating a new product isn't just creating a new product. It's creating a new identity with the skill set and mindset you must acquire to build the product, sell the product, and improve the product. Business growth is a vessel for personal growth. The other route you can take is by creating a product or service that you would buy, use, and benefit from. A business principle that most people glance over is to sell what's already selling. You don't try to create new markets just yet. You stick your hands in the ones that are already flowing. What products have you bought recently? Which ones did you use daily? What courses have you taken and gotten your own results from? When I started out on social media, I created and sold a web design and freelancing product. Why did I do this? Because one, I was a freelance web designer and I saw some success with it because I got the results from those courses and I purchased five to 10 courses on freelancing. That's like who I was. I was a freelancer. That's all of the knowledge I had in my head. And the thing that makes that knowledge unique is that when I create my own, it's not like I'm just copy and pasting from others. I have that entire experience to pull from. I have a way to make it better than the others. That's the entire goal is to soak in all of this knowledge, get results in your own way by doing it, pushing through the trial and error that you have to, and then creating a better product that advances that industry. And the other thing is that I knew that those products sold. I bought five to 10 of them. Buyers buy again, buyers buy again, buyers buy again. You're a buyer. What have you bought? Sell it because someone else will buy it. Don't fall for the silly belief that the market is saturated. And so as I grew, I created the power planner. Why? Because I used planners all the time and I saw their benefit in my productivity. So I created my own with the things within those planners that actually worked for me. And I also just enjoyed talking about productivity in my content. So this is a major problem is like people are like, oh, I want to talk about my interests here, but it doesn't relate to the main thing that I want to sell. And it's like, do you ever plan on evolving or becoming more profitable or more free or having more leverage? Then, okay, every quarter launch something new under an interest that you actually want to build authority in and talk about. And when that happens, you're going to have to educate your audience. All of your content or a lot of your content is going to have to shift to that from a beginner lens so that anyone can understand it and get on board with you. And so teach how to create a minimum viable offer, which is a product or service in the video, the best online business to make a million in 2023. I'm going to be redoing this video for 2024. Step four in the build, teach, earn method is to earn more by leveraging your results and audience. We're all over the place now. At this point, you have a high value skill stack, the ability to solve profitable problems, a growing audience or readership, people that have profitable problems, and experience with building and selling. You're better at solving profitable problems. You are in one of the most optimal positions you can be in this digital renaissance or new golden age that is the creator economy. You have the resources to be an independent thinker and earner. You don't have to conform to government agendas you hate. You don't have to report to someone for work that was assigned to you. 
From this place of newfound experience, you want to productize your results. If you've helped people with freelancing or consulting, write down the exact steps that led you to getting results. If you don't have steps, create them now and refine as you go. These steps are your unique mechanism. This is your way of marketing a solution to solve a problem in someone's life to reach the desired outcome they want. Write down the desired outcome of their life. What is their vision for their future? You are selling a better life. Write down the worst outcome of their life. What is their anti-vision for the future? You are helping them avoid pain. That is your marketing strategy. On your landing page, start by writing out their anti-vision in detail. Then talk about the vision they could achieve. Last, present your solution or system or steps or unique mechanism as a way to fill that gap. That's it. That's how you write a landing page. That's how you write a newsletter. That's how you create a YouTube video. Anti-vision, vision, solution. Now at this point, you're also emulating other landing pages to understand headlines, content structure, and use it as training wheels for your first. And as you grow your readership, it doesn't make sense to focus on low leverage activities like client work. And if you don't plan to hire a team just yet and dive into management, the logical option is to create a digital product that requires minimal effort with high profit margins. This is how solopreneurs make millions. They understand that if they gain one follower, they can gain one million. And if they have a product that doesn't require labor to fulfill, they can turn those one million eyes into multiple millions of dollars. I hope you enjoyed this one. Be sure to like, subscribe, check out the links in the description. There's my book. There's two-hour writer course, Digital Economics, Become an Independent Thinker and Earner. That's it for this one. I appreciate you watching. Peace.